0: Welcome, friends, back to Friends and Favorites. Today, I have an awesome friend of mine, JJ Jurgens. Um, I've known JJ since basically the start of my whole LA life experience out here in California. We've been friends for like going on like ten plus years now. Uh, we've hosted several country after shows together at AfterBuzz TV. That's where we first met. Ran a couple color runs together and we produced a lot of fun things in between all those years. And overall, she's a great person and I definitely wanted her to be on my show. So here she is, JJ. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, thank you
1: so much for having me. So fun yeah. to be on this.
0: Yeah. And it's so funny because I produce your shows so much, but like to have our own podcasting show together is like kind of a first for us, even though we've been doing it for years.
1: Yeah, I was thinking about that when I was getting ready for the show. I was like, this is so fun that we actually get to be on the same show together and talking together versus just like behind, you know, working on so many things together behind the scenes. It's been a while since we hosted together at AfterBuzz, so I've missed it.
0: I know it's been a minute, but I loved hosting with you because, first of all, I think what really brought us together was like country music (laughs) um we we did definitely have that uh that same love but um actually this is my really my first question that i've been asking everyone can you remember a time or a moment where we became more than just co-hosts doing after shows together more than just country fans more than just fitness people running you know like crazy Um, is there a moment where you can think we became more than that and became actual good friends
1: Wow. That's a very good question to try to pinpoint it. So one moment, um, I mean, it, it definitely, I think it definitely started working on the, the country shows. Cause I feel like that's when we like, you know, it was like, we related on a, a different level and just with the love and the passion for, you know, the country music. Yeah show so i think that was first different than maybe how it was with some of the other hosts you know at after buzz that we just kind of show up and do the show and then you know leave or whatever like we really started to form the bond um i think I, doing the color run definitely stands out to me because i think that was when we definitely went to another element and that was oh
0: yeah yeah it was really fun to
1: experience together
0: yeah um, I, it was a, the runner dive um back in what 2013 2014 so that it's been an, it's been a while since we did that but it's it's so funny because like i usually always have those moments of like uh, when I hang out with someone like new, there has to be like a turning point for me and be like, oh, no, that person's cool. I can hang out with them, you know, outside of work or like I'd, I'd, I want to know more about that person. And you were immediately one of the, the first people for me when I first came out here in California, which was April 2012. And then I think I met you like literally at the end of that month. So I was like still brand new to the L.A. area. And I, you were one of the first people I was like, oh, JJ's cool. She works at CBS. What? She loves country music. What? I was like, all right, immediate friend. Already, I like you. Um, yeah. And I think it just kind of went from there. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I think it's just like, again, that's what I mean. I think that's what there's for me, you were just c- cool right off the bat, too. Like we just we just click. So it's like I think it goes back so far. I don't have a moment of it where I ever thought you know, that, um, I didn't want to be around, you know, be around this person outside of, outside of ever buzz. Yeah. We just like clicked. And then I, yeah, like I said, I think the country music and things and then the, and the running and then, you know, knowing that you love the crab Maga and different things are just like <laughs> yeah. just a badass chick, you know? It's, you know, plus like one of the hardest working people I know. So it's, uh-huh. it's just, it all clicked.
0: Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And I actually like brought you over to my crab Maga experience and, but like, that was the that's the cool thing about you, that you're willing to say yes to new things. You're willing to try things, especially Krav Maga. I mean, it's not for the faint of heart. Um, and it, it can be very daunting to people who don't know that world, like how how intense it can be. But you were, you were there with a great attitude, big smile on your face, and you look like you actually had fun at the end of that seminar. <laughs>
1: It was a blast. I was so like impressed that it was something that, you know, you did and I wanted to learn more about it. I just thought it looked so like badass and hearing you, you know, train, talk about your training to get your various belts and what you have to go through. Like, I can't, I had no idea how, I mean, I knew it was intense, but I don't Mm -hmm. think I knew how intense, you know? So like going that, that day you took me with you for the women's retreat was just so fun and so great to just really empowering and, you know, felt good to be like on the mat with all the other women, like, an elbow
0: <laughs> kicking kicks. ass yeah, yeah and that's what i loved about you because i mean this whole show is just going to be me praising you and how awesome a person you are because i quickly also realized like how much you respect other women um and like their talents, their abilities, and like that you had that personality. You're like, no, I like you. You support women, which I feel in you know our industry, we can see a lot of women that get catty, get jealous, um, vindictive in that way. And but like you were not like that. Um, you're you're one of the rare souls who actually support women and want to help them. And I definitely feel like you were one of those for me early on in my career out here.
1: Yeah. I think I've, I've fortunately, yeah, I know what you're saying. I've I've seen, you know, been on both sides of the women that support people and women, you know, that don't support other women. Um, and yeah, and that's just something that I always want to do. I think it's just important for us all to help each other out and support each other's wins and cheer each other on, you know, it's nice to have people in in your corner.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, I, I feel like you, you've definitely been one of those people, um, for me out here um hence the reason why i wanted you on my show friends and favorites i was like well i definitely have to have jj again top of my list uh and yeah so thank you again for being here um to really start us off um because this is friends and favorites we we first bonded over television uh no lie there uh what what would you say is your favorite tv show of all time Oh, of all time. Yeah. And just like, is there one or two that like really just maybe you watched a million and a half times and never gets old for you, really sticks with you?
1: Okay. That's the one for TV show. Um... I mean, this isn't my favorite of all, of all time, but this is what okay. we bonded over was Nashville, you know? Oh,
0: so <laughs> I mean, good.
1: I know. So, I mean, I think that was where you and I really got to share our love for country music, country, <laughs> everything, you know, um, being from Nebraska, I always like, uh, there's just something that just feels so good down home. And I just love something about the country. So, I mean, mm-hmm. so that was a fun one. Um, I mean, ones did I watch, um, oh, okay. I got to know, um, let me think of ones. I mean, there's so now like with streaming, I feel like there's so many, you know, I mean, so growing many. up, I was total a- animation. Like I was a huge Scooby-Doo fan. Like I love scooby Yeah. Yeah. But, um, nice. I just always like, you know, animation and cartoons. Um, but then I think like one that, um, I mean, I love Ozark. I love, um, Breaking Bad. Um, those are dark and gritty shows. I know they are. So I just have to pick my favorite. Um yeah, I guess I do like the dark and gritty ones because I love Dexter. You know, that okay. was that was one that I was just yep. so hooked on. Um, I love you.
0: They're I guess they're all dark. Oh yeah. No, that's awesome. Because you know, I have my fair share of dark shows too. Uh, yeah, admittedly, uh, I only watched like the first episode of Ozark and I and I tried. And I remember being angry at it because because it's so dark. It is visually dark. Yeah, like, is- oh my God, I, I couldn't see anything. And I remember that upset me more than the actual storyline than the acting i was like i can't like a show if i physically and visually cannot see it um and i didn't get past the first episode i was like i hopefully someone and maybe just me being a cinematographer as an editor i was like just raise the lights raise the contrast like come on like i, I want to see the actors uh no so i, I couldn't get past Ozark. um Dexter, man, that show was like such a turning point for um drama and serial killers. I mean, I was more into criminal minds, but you you loved Dexter. What is it about Dexter that stood out to you?
1: I think because there was some humor in there too, um, and I liked whereas the criminal minds was, was definitely a little more serious, you know? Yeah. Um <laughs> Um, so there was some humor, and I think I guess hearing the conversations, you know, that he was Dexter was having in his head, I loved that, and then I liked that the sister she was had, um, you know, such a like foul mouth, and I just loved her <laughs> attitude. She was a badass too. So I think I, so there was to me there was some like um, you know relief in the darkness. There was also some humor and some other relationship things going on that uh, were really fun.
0: Yeah, admittedly, I I tried. Getting into Dexter, but I was at all right to show you my my young millennial age. I was in college when Dexter like really started, and um, the the one time I tried watching it was during my finals week, and but that show was so freaking good that I was like, oh my god, I'm not getting any work done. I have finals. I have like four major projects literally due at the end of the week, and I'm watching Dexter. Um, So I was like, I can't, I can't watch this show. I have to put it on pause. And then I never went back to it. I don't know why.
1: Oh, that's funny that you never went back to it. If it sucked you in like that, you know.
0: I know. Oh. You would think, after all the all this time and uh, and with all the shows that we watched, that I was like, all right, I'll finally get back into Dexter. But no, for some reason, I I just oh. never picked it back up. Hmm. You have to. So. You have to do that. Yeah, I'll have to. I'll have to try, but okay so now I'm learning you you like the the dark and gritty what is it about you know dark and gritty that that's more attractive to you than like the light and fluffy
1: <laughs> no it's so funny I, I feel like there's got to be something light and fluffy I, I like but um I mean yes I have like shows like um friends you know I love yeah. so that, that's fluffy you know so that was a, that was a great one that I watched for years um but I I, I I don't know. There must be something in, in the, um, the darkness of the character. You know, I, I was very interested mm-hmm. in, um, like I didn't go this route in college, but for like a little bit, there was something I liked about, you know, st- criminology and studying that, you know, and I, um, just mm-hmm. how, the, how the mind works and how people choose their paths, you know? So maybe there's yeah. something in that, that, that draws me to it. And, and I guess with the plot twists and things, the twists and turns that they take, you know, a little more keep me, keep me, keep me tuned in. You know, where a lot of times the comedies, it's you know, they're fun. It's it's great. You know, it's good, good release. But I think th- they get me more like anticipating, like what's going to happen next, and really like sucked into them more.
0: Yeah, I love human behavior. You know, sociology and stuff. I actually have human behavior and social environment and social psychology books right there. Um, and I, I think that was like the, the influence of, of Criminal Minds because I loved human behavior, but like what makes us tick, um, and like what sets us off because like how we grew up um, kind of defines of like how we are as people now. And, um, and I think they, you can see that with Dexter, with his internal dialogue of like why he does the things he does. Um, and his justifications for that. Uh, so I definitely understand, you know, what, that that human aspect behind it. What are the collecting items you have behind you? Oh, my my fun Funkos. Um, I have all of Buffy the Vampire Slayer here, Pocus Pocus up here, and um, some Pocahontas, of course, <laughs> and uh, Tommy Pickles from Rugrats. So you know, just like I have. All my different ages of things that I love on this bookshelf is kind of like really ADD, but it's like it's a hodgepodge of my personality um, between books and collections. Awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah, to moving on to that because I am also a big bookwormer. Uh, do do you love reading? Are are you a big reader? Uh, you know what? I, I do, I do
1: like to read. I need, it's definitely yeah. something that I've tried to now like make more, t- put more time, uh, make more time in my life for, because I used yeah. to, um, I was an English major or minor in, um, college and I love, yeah. And I, so I love to read, like growing up, I definitely like loved, loved books and loved to read, spent lots of times. Lots of hours just reading, um, and then you know you get busy, you get with work, and I it kind of fell away. And a lot of the books I then started reading were more were like, um, especially during pa- pandemic time, you know, mm-hmm. help, help, and motivation in the books. You know, yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I got away from you know re- reading the release stories and just ones that kind of could kind of help me work through different things I was going through in life, and you know, stay focused. So
0: that's kind of what I've been reading recently. Yeah. Interesting. All right. First of all, the whole English minor, that's that's fascinating. I did not know that about you. Because for the longest time, I wanted to be a literature major. Um, I strayed away from that because, unfortunately, I had a, a rough conversation with my mom. And she was like, well, what would you do with a lit major? And I'm like... I don't know. <laughs> um, and I think just growing up in Illinois in the Midwest, I was like, uh, we didn't really have a lot of opportunities for writing other than being, I don't know, an English teacher of some fashion of writing. Um, so I pivoted <laughs> from that. But uh, I always admire people who have the ability to write um, and and love reading as well. So English. You, you were an English minor. Interesting.
1: I love, I, I, I had a really um,
0: wonderful high school
1: English teacher, Mrs. Diekman, if you're out there, <laughs> she, nice. she's just awesome. And she really encouraged us, um, you know, we read great books and she um, uh, really encouraged our writing. So I think that's where I really fell in love with writing and just loved to do it. Um, and so yeah, so originally I was going to plan to be working at an ad agency and just do uh, copywriting at an ad agency. So, okay. English was one of my, my minors, but I still play with the idea sometime. I and mean, I would love to do something like write children's books or get back. I used to, I used to write a ton of poetry and I haven't done any of that for a long time either.
0: So that was also what I love to do in, in high school. Okay. Who's your favorite poet? Have to ask. My, probably Robert Frost. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. He's great. I mean, you know, it's funny. I was talking to Robert Frost to Phil um, about that. And, you know, just because admittedly, I wasn't the biggest on poetry other than Shel Silverstein. <laughs> um, but uh, I don't know. There's something about poetry because it, it's so special that sometimes it hits with people and sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, so how, how do you gravitate towards poetry? What does it do for you?
1: You know, um, it's, I just liked, um, I just liked how much emotion it created in a, like, I mean, yes, there's longer poems, but like just in a short amount of time versus going and like reading a book too. Like there were just, yeah. sometimes where I just thought, oh, they're just some poems are just so beautifully uh, crafted. And I just think that it, like, I like kind of the condensed shortness of it that like just brings up this emotion or or makes you laugh or cry or you know think about different things uh it's funny that you say shell silverstein because he's one of my favorites too and i just i have a uh, niece and nephew uh and i gave them that book about a year and a half ago uh now and it's their absolutely uh their absolute favorite like um where the sidewalk ends that book yes and yes, it's so funny because they've like memorized a lot of like the one that's like Saturday or what you say today is a Saturday. I'm goodbye. <laughs> I'm going out to play that, that whole one that they, they, they can memorize and it just makes me so happy to see it when they recite it to me. Cause I'm just like, Oh, they just, they, they share the love for, for the Shel Sil-
0: Silverstein. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I mean, and his writing was so good. Yeah. Uh, it, some were very intricate and some were just like fun and playful. Yeah, Um, yeah. My dad used to read Shel Silverstein all the time to my brother and I when we were kids, and we had, I I know, like just about every book that he had released up until that time. So I definitely grew up with him, Um, and like we would have him reread, you know, Sarah Cynthia Sylvia Stout, whatever that one was. Like, would not take the garbage out, which is like the (laughs) most difficult poem out of all of them. I mean, my dad would like have, he would get so into it with all the like the influxes of voices. And um, yeah, he, he had a, a great time. So yeah, Shell Silverstein is fantastic. And I love how you like pass that on to, you know, the next generation.
1: Yeah. Cause you never know, you know, cause they, they got the, the gaming now and, and so you much, know. you know, so many things, but that, that was the one thing that they just really loved. Love that book, and they will read it all the time, and you don't have to like get, you know, coerce them to get to read that one. They're like, Yeah, yeah, let's read it. So,
0: yeah. Yeah. So, uh, we kind of skirted around a bit, but is there a book um, that you love? I know you you said you read a lot of like self help books and stuff lately, but uh, is there one that really hits you?
1: um, The ones that I've read lately, I actually really um, loved Matthew McConaughey's book uh green lights. Okay. I loved um I love that book. I just thought he had great stories and um was really motivational um and just, just a fun good read. Um other favorite words I did read the um 5 a.m club uh and that one is another kind of motivational one. But that one, it was funny because it ended up – it tells it more of a story with characters, which I wasn't expecting With somebody recommended – my trainer recommended that one to me. And I was thinking it would just be more – more just kind of self-help, but they do it more in a a whole story. But that one kind of – I like because it – keeps me kept me on going on like I like to get up early and and, and that's all about like if you get up at five AM you know all the stuff that like you can accomplish and and how to, how you start out your day. Um yeah. so I like that because it just really helps um helps me you know get some structure in my life too and, and find something that really worked for me.
0: Yeah. What what's it called? Five AM Club? Five AM Okay cuz I'm always open to to book suggestions. Have you ever read Miracle Morning? Uh-uh. By Hal Elrod, I think that's is the the author name. Yeah, I, I read that like honestly an ex of mine um told me to read it and um I read that years ago and it kind of blew my mind a little bit uh because like you were saying it's like the consistency and the structure of having like something scheduled in the morning you know, like you, you force yourself to do like these certain patterns every morning and how it just doesn't really become a habit anymore. It's just like a way of life. Um, the things you accomplish before like 7.45 a.m. like really sets up your rest of the day and how productive you can be. Yeah. Um, that kind of blew my mind too and that always stuck with me because I was always the morning person. Um, I never really had an issue waking up in the morning. I mean, hello, that, that was my entire job at AfterBuzz TV. I was the one who turned on the lights and opened the studios because no one else wanted to be there at like 8 a.m. in the morning. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, because yeah, in um, more in high school, I was kind of the opposite. I was more like I would like to stay up late, you know, and I'm more of a night owl. But yeah, definitely, I think I, like through through college and then definitely now like as an adult like that, I I love to be up at, at five every day. And in the days I don't or if I get off that schedule, like I really feel it. You know, I'm like, man, I, mm-hmm. I like I like the days when I'm got up, got my workout done, did my meditation, did my got my voiceover reads done, you know, everything like stone the pattern, you know. But and then like I'm like, oh, and it's only 8 30, you know.
0: <laughs> <Great>. <laughs> so like, all right, now I have the rest of the day to enjoy. Yeah. Um, I don't know about you, but for me, I, I kind of sometimes I cause you know, I like balance in my life. There are days where I can like Get up super super early, be super productive, be done by like noon, and then and then I can do a complete one eighty switch and do literally nothing. Um, but then I feel bad about it. I was like, I should be doing something. Do are are you kind of like that, or do you feel bad when you're not productive? I do. I do the same
1: thing. Like, you know, even I had, again, my niece and nephew, they were with me. We have anti-camp. And so they stayed with me. And then that that Monday afterwards, like I worked and then I was just like, man, I'm, I'm just kind of beat, you know? So I just like, yeah. I did. I, I like sat on the couch and was like, oh, okay, maybe I'll just like watch something. But then- I do the same thing where I I feel like, oh no, I should be doing something. I had this, 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 and this to do on my to-do list. So it's definitely something I struggle with too, being able to just um, let go and relax a little bit and not constantly feel like, you know, you have to be doing something because you do need that too mentally, you know, mentally and your body needs it sometimes just to like rest and recharge. And, you know, so I'm trying to work on letting go, making
0: myself feel (laughs) so bad about it, you know, when I do it yeah i'm I'm trying to get better. because um, my thing is like relaxing, who is it hurting? I mean, it, it's not like I'm affecting anybody by being lazy um in that way. Uh, so speaking of that, do you have a favorite way of relaxing or your favorite way to wind down after all of that?
1: Yeah. I, man, I
0: gotta, like for me, anything relaxing,
1: I love to be outside. So, I mean, whether it's just, if I'm winding down, you know, if it's just walking the dog through the neighborhood Mm -hmm. or taking him to the park, um, I have a Vishla who's extremely active and (laughs) and energetic. (laughs) So, So that's kind of a good way that I kind of, um, like, de-stress just because you know I play or play tug of war with him it just it makes me laugh and it just you know makes me I appreciate um just the joy (laughs) that he puts into like you know anything we do so I try to remember like like he's so excited to be outside so excited to get a play with the tug toy you know just just like that that kind of really always kind of makes any stress like melt away and just kind of like refocus or a little bit like recenter so I love to do that um I mean, I love, I love anything like active too. So like if I, if I'm not working, like I, it's not really just relaxing, but like, I I love to be doing, you know, going on a hike, going on a run, um, doing something, um, to, to, to make me sweat and like, just get going. Yeah. It's when I'm the happiest.
0: Yeah, and only good and that's something I also quickly learned about you because I love hiking as well. Um we haven't been on a hike together. Or wish, have we? I don't and, think we have. I don't think we have. Well like girl, well what is our problem? We need to get on that. We do need to get on a hike. What the hell? <laughs> um yeah, we need yeah, to I'm remedy not- that immediately. Um, do you have a favorite trail or favorite hike that you like going to? Um, well, there's one place I love to
1: go that, um, isn't really, that's one's, it's not really a long hike, but like sometimes I go there just because I want to, I want to see it. So when you go to Malibu and you go to Zuma, if you go over to point doom and then you can walk up through the, between the rocks up there and then get to the very top and they have like some platforms and the, or you can just sit on the rocks and you can walk along the coast and then go down a little kind of wood trail. Again, that one's, I don't really consider a hike because it's just super short, but that's a place I sometimes I try definitely try to get there like every few months if I can just to just to like revel in how gorgeous yeah um yeah we do we we have a group of us that we run like every morning in Griffith Park um so we do some of the the trails there so those are really fun trails um my favorite hike um that I've ever been on is um I just went to Crete last summer, uh, with my boyfriend and he took me on a hike and it was, uh, anyway, if you look up Creek, then you look up their biggest hike that that was it. But it's so awesome because it it started out like through all these rocks and, um, you know, you're in these, just the mountains and you're in this gorge and it's just like all up around you, you know, and then you get a little further to get further down and the terrain kind of changes a little bit. Um, so that one's gorgeous. Um, and then, oh, I have, I know another one. I love, um, at my oh, let me t- real, real quick on that one with Crete, at Crete. When you get out of the hike, first of all, when you finish, there's like a little tiny restaurant, like not even a restaurant, just a bar, and they have beer right at the end of the hike where you nice. can have a beer, or drink, um, and then you walk like an, another mile out of there, um, and you in, end up right like in the water on this gorgeous be gorgeous beach and just the blue blue water. So I think that was like just awesome to do this really long hike and then you get down at the end and you just can can like sit on the beach and relax and them. have a beer. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was just it was really awesome. Um there's another hike that I love if you're ever in the Phoenix area um is Ooh. Flatiron Flatiron hike. I've um, heard of it. Yeah. But the superstition mountains. And it's funny cause that one is my mom literally lives 10 minutes away from there. And I had gone to see my mom all the time and we would go and hike camelback or, mm-hmm. um, you know, like some of the other little mountains by her. I never did that one. And then it's probably, I guess probably maybe five years ago now, maybe. So I finally, um, she's like, well, you know, there's that flat iron. I'm like, you know what I'm going to, I looked it up and it looked amazing. I'm like, I'm going to try this one. So, um, yeah, I just went by myself and it, that one is an awesome hike too. Again, like it just kind of, the, the terrain changes and even you're like scrambling up rocks at some, uh, some mm-hmm. really, really challenging one. Yeah. And then you get up to the top and of course the, the view is just amazing. So that that's a great hike.
0: Amazing payoff. Uh, Okay. Love it. Love it. I'm like taking a mental list right now because I love hiking and I'm always open to, you know, trails that I've never been on, which there are a lot. First of all, going back to the Malibu, I definitely understand that. I've heard Zuma is awesome. Still haven't been. I think I just, I I need, I need friends to go because I have a hard time going by myself. I have gone one on one by myself and I'm like, this isn't as fun. You know, um, it was like it was a cool view, and I took a lot of photos and stuff. but I was like, no, I, I think I kind of like that experience with other people, you know, and you know, when it comes to challenging, you know, hikes to have someone also like encouraging you and like pushing you up that <laughs> one thousand plus elevation, you know, uh, I, I think I, I like the experience of with other people. And then flatirons, um actually still, I don't know for whatever reason. Still, I've never been to Arizona. Um, I need to. It's right there. Well, What's my excuse? Uh, so to to hear that you went to Flatirons by yourself, that's promising. <laughs> that's encouraging. I was like, maybe I could do that. I could. Yeah. I could go to Phoenix one weekend and just oh, go.
1: You, I mean, it's like a you know six and a half hour drive, and it, and it's really I don't know for some reason I don't mind that drive at all. Like it seems like it goes really fast. Um, okay. So, uh, yeah, you definitely need to need to go to Arizona and Zuma. You got to do both of those.
0: Yeah, I just want to like go like top to bottom Arizona from like Flagstaff all the way down to Tucson to, you know, just, just to like see and experience arizona and because you know i still have never been i've never seen um the grand canyon either i'm like i'm like so lacking um in my experience when it comes to arizona because it's literally the next state over i really it was like what, what's stopping me yeah uh so yeah that that's good motivation i hear you all right one day i'll go <laughs> <laughs> i'll go uh speaking of wish do you have a favorite place that you've traveled to um like any place that maybe you've seen in the world that you're like, oh man, yeah, this, this place just stands up.
1: So Crete was pretty fantastic. That was an amazing trip. It was just gorgeous. Um, like I said, the hike was amazing. Um, the beaches were really pretty. We like jet skied on the ocean. So that was so much fun. Um, yes. Uh, yes, yeah, so that's how. That's and the people are super nice and the, the food's excellent. So I definitely love that. Um, I also love, I think one of my, my, other favorites is um i went with my uh my my best friend that honestly we've known each other since we were babies and we went to australia probably about 10 years 10 years ago or so um and it was so quick like i gotta go back because i gotta actually like you know spend more time um but we went, went to Sydney and we were actually there for new year's for the fireworks. So that was a really like fun experience. And, um, I loved uh Bondi beach. There's just gorgeous. Um, so that, that was, that was definitely one of my, my top favorite, trips I've, I've ever been on. We kind of, we, we were a little too ambitious and we only had like a, we were literally only there a few days. Um, and then we're like, Oh yeah, we'll go to New Zealand too. You know, we're, we're, we're here. Well, mm-hmm. so we're kind of ding dunks too. Cause we like flew into, <laughs> got to the South Island, but we went to the North Island and we are we, uh, yeah. Yeah. So we, we were, oh, I think we only had like 24 hours there. So I'm like, I don't know what we were even thinking, but we made the most of the 24 hours and <laughs> went to, you know, a fun, went out to the country, went on a fun, like wine tasting
0: Nice, I love it. It's so funny. I was just talking to someone else and in their experience in New Zealand, and i I was told um that the South Island's just gorgeous. like you know, like both islands are great um for their for their own purposes and looks and personalities. But I hear like the South Island just like, being that hiker you know and be like oh i want to see i want to take pictures i want to see like the the amazing world in front of me especially at the the south island so that's definitely on my bucket list of places to go to
1: yeah we were kind of bummed that we were ended up in the north instead of the south because we're like oh yeah um we didn't quite plan this out because that's kind of what we wanted to see too like we i just okay. heard the cliffs and the hiking and the gorgeous thing so yeah yeah so one, one day on that one yeah
0: day. yeah like if you need a friend, I'll go. Uh, yeah, uh, th- th- that's great. I still have never been to Australia or New Zealand. Um, definitely, definitely on the list. One sweet day. Um, again, the Australian people a lot like the people
1: in Greece. Like they were just so
0: nice. I remember okay. we showed up
1: to watch. Um, go to watch the fireworks by the bridge, but then you, we couldn't get down there because we didn't have like a, a ticket. We didn't know you had to have a ticket. And there's this nice lady mm. that was like, she came out, she was at a new year's party, like right there. And she was like, you girls don't have a ticket. And we're like, no, you know, we didn't, we didn't know we <laughs> needed one. And, and she's like, mm-hmm. they just changed that recently. And she's like, I hate that they did that. She's like, hold on, just wait here a minute. She went upstairs, came back out and gave us two tickets and we got oh, it. Wow. I know. So I was like, we're like, these people are the nicest. <laughs> so. They're
0: the nicest. That's awesome. I love that because I feel like in America, they wouldn't do that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> as terrible as it makes us sound. But no, that that's awesome. I, I love when you travel to, to other places and people can immediately tell that you're a tourist, but they don't use that against you. They're like, no, let me help you. Yes. Uh, yeah, I, I love when that happens because I, I found that a lot in Canada. Like, those are the like honestly, they are the nicest people. Where did you um, go? The Vancouver. Okay. Um, haven't been to the other side over in Toronto, but I've been to Vancouver several times and like genuinely the nicest people. Like, I went to a grocery store and um, yeah, like I had a question and whatnot, and the the cashier was like, Oh, you're not from here, are you? I was like, No, is it kind of obvious? And I was, you know, I was actually with James Lock Jr. And uh, like they could immediately tell we were tourists and we were new to the area. And then somehow we stuck up a kind of nice like five, 10 minute conversation with them at the end of it, they gave us a hug without even like trying to pickpocket us. You know, like it was a genuine hug. Like, Oh, you're awesome. Let me hug you. We're like, what? You would not get that in America. Uh, so it was like, yeah, I-, I love traveling to new places and just meeting new people people that are cool. <laughs> Vancouver
1: Island was my um that's been on my list to go to forever and uh I finally I had a ticket but then that was right when covid hit. So that was my covid oh. that was my covid cancel.
0: <laughs> I was like, oh no. So no. well you know, I'm I'm actually going to Vancouver Island soon. Oh. Yeah, that is just it's one of those um kind of impromptu but kind of not uh, yeah, I was just talking to another friend of mine. And yeah, because that's been on my list too, Vancouver Island. I was like, who's stopping me? Again, who's stopping me? It's just like, go, just go. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I'm going and, and it's going to be super fun. Are you going to hike or what are you going to do? Absolutely. Hiking, wheel watching, you know, just like all the things that that island has to offer within the few days that I'll, I'll be there. But I'm excited. Uh, yeah, yeah. the pictures I'm going to be stalking. Oh, you heck, <laughs> heck yes! I mean, I have my nice, obnoxiously fancy camera, so I plan to. Don't you worry? Uh, you'll definitely hear a lot about it. Um, speaking of which, uh, do you going going back to like cool people and like and how they are impressionable on our lives? Um, is there a favorite piece of advice that you've? that someone has ever told you or something that you've heard or quote that just like, I don't know, stuck with you your entire life. Mm-mm-mm. Or are you like you live by those words? That's a good, that's a good question. Um,
1: I mean, I lot, obviously always, you know, playing sports, I always had a lot of great coaches with a lot of great, just motivational and, um, encouragement. Um, I think I try to remember there's one and I'm going to probably screw it up today, but it's something like, um, when, when, things happen in life, I try to remember, like, it's not happening, um, uh, against you. It's happening for you. Um, mm-hmm. that, like I try to remember that, like in, in negative times. And I think like, okay, nope, it's, you know, it, this is gonna like make me better or, you know, this is not happening because something else better is going to happen. Um, I'm trying to think of what any, any I think that's the one I
0: say over and over, um. Yeah. What while you think about that? Um. I I love the concept behind it because you know a lot of people are like, why is this happening to me? You know, like, well, what have I done to to deserve this? And I think it's just the the quick mental switch of it's not the end wording of it that like really changes the meanings. Like, it's not happening to you. It's for you. It's it's to help better yourself as a person. It's to help you grow past this level of uncomfortability. Um, and I think just like the simple change of semantics changes the way we think about it. And, you know, it's kind of mind blowing in that way.
1: It's a small little short little quote, but I, I say that a, a lot because it's so easy to get stuck, you know, in in like a either like a downward spiral or just like getting caught up and thinking and just try to think like, You know, usually anytime I've gotten in a situation like that, that has been at at one point, like something I don't want to be in or, you know, whether it could be with anything career, you know, um, dating somebody, whatever. It's just like, I realize it's like, no, you know, when you keep pushing, get on, you know, past that. And then later you can realize, oh uh, no, that that was, you know, necessary to move me to that next position where I needed to, to get to, um, this is cheesy, but I think when I think about who tells me, um, keeps me motivated, you know, on Fridays is Friday morning is my day to go to soul cycle. <laughs> and I just love yes. the, the teacher, David there that, um, I know every Friday he says, you know, something motivational that I just leave there like, Oh man, you know, and like today with, to today and it was all about you know change and being able to be able to like embrace change and change and it's like and he's like the breakthrough is coming you know just things like that that just keep you just keep you going and keep you you know he a lot of the talk today was about momentum and keeping your momentum going and, not, and to stop looking back at your past that we all like hang on to like you know, why did I do this? Or like you're saying, like, why was I lazy that day? Or why was I blah, blah, blah? You know, it's like, no, you know, that it's gone. Just keep just keep going forward. Keep that momentum going. Keep the positive energy going. And, you know, you'll get to where where you need to be.
0: Uh, yeah, I love that. soul cycle is amazing. I like I think I remember that you're a big spinner. I'm a spinner, too. As I literally look at my spin shoes, not two feet in front of me. <laughs> um we should do spinning together. I don't like Soul Cycle. I haven't been to Soul Cycle, honestly. Uh, but I hear good things about it. I generally just go to like a normal gym and do my yeah. <laughs> cycling there. But I do have like the SPD clips and the SPDL clips. So like I like I went through a serious spin phase probably like 2016, 2017 but like, I love it. And, 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 you know, it's great for the joints. It's easy. It's nice cardio. Uh, we should, we should spin together. If, yeah, you're, sure. if you're looking for a spin buddy,
1: 7am Fridays, every, every Friday, 7am. Yeah. And I, I do, um, I've done other spin classes too. And and for, I think I like, I don't go to church. So David is kind of like, I use that as kind of my, mm-hmm crazy but it's kind of my church out here because it's like it's a, such a good group of people and they're so positive um and then with him always giving the motivational things that yeah i think he's, that's kind of been my go-to like community to like stay positive and you know keep keep motivated it's, it's fun yeah.
0: yeah that's great to have that you know um, external community to to constantly encourage you because I think we need that like you you find that with your your spin classes I find that with my Krav Maga because it's an amazing community you 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 got you actually saw some of those people so like those are the people I hang out with <laughs> um, that, that pushed me to a different level that I probably couldn't push myself yeah um, I, I like that and I, I think for us you know especially out here in LA, it's hard to find those kind of people. So once you find them, you're like, All right, hold on to them, you know? Yeah, I totally agree. It's, it takes a long time to find those
1: communities out here. So I, I totally agree that I, I've struggled to, to find that um, and find people with the, the similar interests. And I think too now with with COVID, like I still, I'm still i still work from home. So I've noticed that a lot. And I was even mm-hmm. thinking about that like today when I was leaving the the gym, the studio thinking, you know, I, when he was talking about community, I'm like, yeah, this really is important for me to do because sometimes just sitting at home all the time, you know, by myself, you know, editing. And it's just like, I miss that, some of that um, interaction with people, you know, in the office and the, the yeah. company. Answer and the stuff that kept you like kind of motivated and you know um kept ideas flowing and things like sometimes when I'm just like okay I'm in this room again for you know another day I know it's I know
0: yeah I absolutely I mean like and I also like yes and no for me because during the pandemic uh you know I like I had well actually before the pandemic I had like jobs that would like get me out of the house and, like, I had to go to work, socialize with people in that way. Um, and then when the pandemic hit, both of those jobs went away, was working from home. And then I quickly realized, I was like, oh, no, we are social creatures. <laughs> um, Like, I'm an introverted person myself. But, like, I quickly realized, I was like, oh, God, I feel so lonely because there's no one to talk to yeah. Um, during those days. So I definitely feel that. And then, like. Uh, I'm an editor so like when I had to go back into the office when pandemic was like kind of settling down and people were uh, not afraid to go back out into the world anymore but like I was still in an office closed off from other people because that's because that's what editors do you know we're in sound booth um, rooms all day with like no windows and it's usually dark um and so, like that, that need for connection, you know, that need to talk to people, um, that hit really hard too for me. So I definitely understand that.
1: Yeah, I'm with you because I'm, I'm very much an introvert as well. And so, like at first, I'm kind of like, no, I kind of like it. I don't have to go through traffic, you know, it's fine. Mm-hmm. But then, yeah, I, I quickly realized too. I'm like, ooh, this, this is like maybe a little too much alone for me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> a little too much alone. Yeah. Wow yeah and like it it does something to your psyche it really does um yeah and only can i think uh, a lot of those factors kind of like we're playing um catalyst for for the show it's like oh i need people (laughs) i need to talk to people um kind another reason why i kind of started the show because like loneliness was hitting i was like no no you you just got to talk to people yeah (laughs) you know you can
1: call me up and talk anytime. Cause yeah, no, I feel the same way. I started to that too. Like after I would do the, the Tom girl show, then I would have this like yes. kick of energy. And I was just like, Oh, I'm like, well, it's because I actually got to talk to somebody and like right. have a conversation and like interact again, you know? Um, So yeah, it's it really is important and, and
0: important for our health and our, our mental health. Yeah, absolutely. It's so funny. You said that you're more introvert. I would not have expected that because every time I talk to you, you you're like so bubbly and so outgoing so energetic I was like I would not think you as an introvert whatsoever
1: yeah so. you know I have my times like I love like you know when we're doing stuff or we're hosting or we're talking and like my kind of core group of you know friends but, but then I just I definitely lots of times need to like I just like hold up you know by myself call yeah. back my shell or you know or find myself sometimes like in large groups like struggling to know what to say
0: or you know to do so yeah I I think like I would recharge it you got to be like uh recharge the social battery yeah (laughs) yeah like um I I find that too it's like very draining and I always joke with people because uh sometimes people do invite me to like outgoings and stuff and very rarely do I actually show up but once I show up people are like Marissa you're here (laughs) I'm Ooh. like, I know, I know. I showed my face because uh, I definitely get that. It's like once you extrovert, then you have to like come back and reel yourself back. Be like, all right, I did that. Now I'm set for like another five months.
1: <laughs> totally. Uh,
0: yeah, I definitely, <laughs> I definitely feel that too. I'm kind of going back a little bit because, uh, you know, you and I, we first bonded over country music. So again, I have to ask you, do you have a favorite country artist? Oh, there's so many. Or uh, band? Yeah. There's so many
1: I love. I mean, I love, like, yeah. I mean, if you're going to go like old school, like George Strait, I love him. You know, yeah. I love um, Tim McGraw, Faith Hill. Um, I love Jordan Davis. Um, that's like Ooh, the, yeah, your, like favorite. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. There was a Sam Hunt stretch in there. I
0: mean, also, because he's so cute. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I but, mean, uh, it. If I was saying that I was listening to you know, break up was breaking up was easier in the nineties song a couple days ago, yeah. I mean, I love Simon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, body like a back road, you know. <laughs> oh yeah, that whole Montevideo album's fantastic. Oh, so good, yeah, so good, so good.
1: Um, I do I like Brothers Osborne? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, Gary Underwood. There are just so many, like, yeah so many so many good ones i i definitely would say that tim mcgraw is pretty high up there as one of my favorites
0: yeah i i remember that uh, i remember you saying that a lot during our, our nashville show you you make a lot of reference to tim mcgraw because i mean first of all hunk and then second of all it's just like his music you know it's so good it's so uh, family friendly yep. um and then he has a lot of songs that are like um with with good messages about life yeah um, live like you were dying. I mean, come on, <laughs> come on. Uh, yeah, kind. Yeah, yeah. I Don't... mean, like, and I think he he's a good positive male figure for the country. And like, fortunately, he hasn't had like a lot of personal drama where yeah. people maybe like <laughs> the whole faith and Tim marriage has been up and down over the years. We know that, but just him as a male figure in the country music. Uh, industries like but very positive, very consistent.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. And he just, I do, I do. Um, I have his book right over here, actually. Too. Yeah. Yeah, he did a whole book on on fitness and changing his body, and you know, getting, uh, you know, saying it was funny because I, um, he talks about the movie. There's a movie in there. He says that his girl, his kids, like girls, saw him and they were like, "Dad," because he was like, you know, mm-hmm. had gained weight in the film. And we just mm-hmm. watched. I think it was, um three was it three christmas or four christmases four
0: Christ- uh, okay old uh reese witherspoon movie yeah is yeah, that, yeah is greg vaughn in that one too um or no vince vaughn vince vaughn yes yes vince vaughn oh my yeah. gosh yeah yeah that one yes and, uh, yeah. so he's in there and he doesn't even
1: look like, you know, him, him now. Um, but yeah, so that book talks about all his transformation and, and getting like health back into his life as well. Um, yeah, you know, I like his songs too. Cause they're not all about, like you said, they all have a good, um, a lot of them have a good message. Um, you know, some, some of the ones that are just all about, you know, drinking and beer and those like, you know, mm-hmm. are, are my favorite country songs. So I, I like that his like,
0: have a way of, um, like you said, telling a story and kind of tugging at your heartstrings. Yeah. And I always joke what makes a country artist is that you have five different types of songs. Um, a heart song, a heartbreak song, a song about, um, friends and family, a song about where you grew up from your area and a song about alcohol. (laughs) If you have those five songs, you're a country artist. And then if you like literally look at all the country artists, they have those songs all the time over and over and over again that's like that those are the qualities that make you a good country artist uh he definitely has that uh have you seen him i i assume you've seen him in concert i have i actually saw when he went on tour a few years
1: ago with um faith okay when their their duet concert together
0: was fantastic and just to hear them sing together was incredible you you saw that oh gosh i was like I so wanted to go to that, but that was, you know, when I was working at AfterBuzz and didn't have a life um, or time to go see anything. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, that's, that's awesome. Would you say he's one of your favorite performers or do you have a favorite concert that you've gone to? Okay. For performers, I would say I took my mom to,
1: um, to see Lady Gaga in Vegas, yes. uh, and that was insane like oh, God, she, I love her. You talk about putting on a show and just a just a true performer like it was incredible like it was it was awesome um someone who i would want to see who i haven't though uh yet is pink i i like i feel like her concert would just be it, badass insane. i was insane
0: yeah i i love all those answers because love lady gaga I have every one of her album's literally on my phone. Um, and I, like Pink's newest album that just came out, like I immediately got that uh, as well. Oh, she's fantastic. Uh, I haven't seen her personally in um, in concert either, but it, like, or either of them, I, I need to work on the Lady Gaga one. But uh, I feel like because they are just amazing singers, amazing actual artists, they that naturally comes out on stage. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, that's – they're on my list too to to go see. Yeah, just the, the passion. I mean, with Lady Gaga, just like – I mean, you –
1: it just blows my mind to think that too, that like, I'm like, okay, she does how many of these in a row? Like, you know, the, the amount of right. like, you know, just dialing it in, you know, phoning it in. She's like giving her all. And it's just like, just so inspiring to see. And just, you know, her just messages too, that she's, she had such a great positive message, you know, about, you know, inclusion and just like love for all. And it was just, just, fantastic
0: yeah i love her i mean i mean she can sing she she can act she can play guitar piano like all those things um she's just overall super super talented that's what i love about her amazing um, amazing and of course like she blew my mind in, uh you know a star is born <laughs> so oh my god like i like i already loved her as a singer but then when i saw her really 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 act I like holy shit This like what can this woman not do yeah. so fantastic
1: i agree i remember going to that movie just the sherman oak galleria and um, <laughs> i saw it there I, too yeah and i remember like i went to like an afternoon mad that's always i'd go to like 11 or 12 o'clock movies <laughs> um mm-hmm. and i came out and i was just like just I was just blown away. Like it was one of the best movies I had seen in a long time during that time, you know, and I just like thought that, that they were both were so good together and that she was just incredible. Like it was was such a good movie.
0: That's so good. I saw the movie six times in theaters. Did you really? Six. That, yeah, that set my personal record of how many times I've seen the same movie in theaters. Wow. It was, that's how much she blew my mind. That's how much I love that film. Oh, so good. So good. Uh, Yeah, what, going along with that, do you have a favorite movie?
1: Oh, I, well, this I know, right? Oh, wait. The Wedding for right. Adam
0: Sandler. Yes. All right. Do tell to tell. Great, yeah. great. What is it about that film that you love?
1: I just, I love Adam Sandler. He's my number one celebrity crush. Just I want to work for him. I just love him, love him, love him. Um, I just like, I, you know, I love... I love him and Drew Barrymore together. Um, mm-hmm. I could watch that all day because I, I love them. Fifty First Dates as well. Yes, so them. good. Yeah, I and I love like, um, you know, just the whole idea of like the 80s, you know, like the the wedding singer type of thing too. So it's just, it's mm-hmm. fun to me. I love his character. You know, I love like, I love the ending with Billy Idol and singing it's on Billy the-
0: Billy Idol on the plane.
1: I want to grow old with you. Well, I want that as my wedding song if that ever happened. Like, yeah, no, I just, it's just one of those movies that just, um, I love him so much and I, it just makes me happy. Um, it's fun to watch. I love the, I love the characters. Um, just, just, just one of those ones that just puts me in a good mood. And I think, you know, I, I love him too. Not just, I'm obviously a super fan, but I totally, um, being out here and working in the industry, um, I just have such a high respect for him, the way he, um, treats people, you know, and, and just, you know, puts his friends in his movies and people that he wants yeah. to work with. And just, I just feel like he just, I mean, he gets panned by people all the time and, you know, and it's like, he just, um, does things the way he wants to do them. And I, I just love it. And I just have such
0: high respect for him. So that's yeah. my favorite movie. And then love it. his other movies. Yeah, I love it. Um, I loved that pairing, you know, Drew Barrymore and Adam Sandler because it, I mean, you, there's really only like a, a handful of couples that have done several movies, uh, you know, l- like that too. And I'm like, I keep thinking going back, I always had like um, Drew Barrymore, Adam Sandler, of course, but Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks. And like, I can't really think of other couples off of the top of my head, but like those were like who I grew up watching. Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely wedding singer definitely 54 states uh, and I loved blended oh my god blended was so good too yeah. um, and just like the writing and like like you said that he, he brings his friends on so you see a lot of the same people over and over again but you can tell just like that that loyalty he has and um, he, I think he's, which is like really unfortunate that people poo poo him because like when he does do a dramatic role, they're like, no, he can do drama too. Like he's he shouldn't just be pigeonholed into comedy. Um, and I'm like, and I, I don't get that double standard when we see other comedian actors who can also like win Academy Awards for dramatic roles. I mean, hello, Robin Williams. Hello, you know, Brendan Fraser just <laughs> won Academy Award. I mean, so I was like, why can't they do it also? But, and like Adam Sandler be recognized for dramatic roles, I, I don't get it.
1: Yeah, his performance in Uncut Gems was amazing. Like I, he that I love that movie so much, and and I really thought that he should have won for that one, like won his Academy Award, his Oscar. Um, because I agree, like what you're saying about these comedy people who they don't take seriously in these roles, and he um he was just I thought. That movie, I, I mean, obviously playing basketball in college, too. I'm a huge basketball movie fan. Like, you like Hoosiers. Same, same. But, um, but yeah, I thought that movie was, was fantastic and so well done, and he acted so well in it.
0: Yeah, because I remember watching Rain Over Me because I was a teenager when that movie came out. And that, that was probably, I mean, yeah, he had punch drunk love, but Rain Over Me was probably one of the first dramatic roles I saw him in. I was like, this is fantastic and did not get as much credit or recognition for that role either. I was like, yeah, he can do drama. He can do comedy. Like what's wrong with that?
1: Yeah. That was another awesome movie. Now you're making me want to go back and watch all these movies too. I
0: know we should just like (laughs) go and have an Adam Sandler marathon. I'm totally for it. I will bring the wine and we can just go to town. I'm in. (laughs) Yeah. What's your favorite movie? Oh, my ultimate favorite movie is The Parent Trap, 1998, Nancy Meyers. Uh, uh, you know, young Lindsay Lohan, that was her debut film. God, I love that movie so much. Uh, rest in peace, Natasha Richardson. But it's just like that movie, because I was, you know, I, I was eight when that movie came out. So, like, I was definitely the target demographic for for the young girls but watching it over and over again i can literally quote that movie front to back i can play it in my head um like i know every word every beat every cadence literally like i i can play it right now um i don't there's something about that film it always makes me happy i can always laugh at at the funny moments and uh the end Oh, the end scene when they finally get together just kind of like it gets me emotional in the best way possible. Like every time I watch it, it just makes me smile as if I had never seen that movie before. And um, I it's like it is my comfort film. Like, seriously, if I can't sleep, I will put that movie on and it'll put me right to sleep. Like in the best way possible, I'll be like, ah, all right. Um, I'm good, you know. Like there's something about the movie is just so feel good and it really, it really hits me in the best way. Oh, the power of movies. Oh, I know. I know. So good. Do you have a favorite strength about yourself? Ooh,
1: I would say my favorite strength about myself would probably be work ethic. I think, yeah. I think, Um, yeah, being raised in Nebraska, that was instilled in me in a early age. And I think that's probably the my favorite that I think has probably gotten me the farthest.
0: Yeah. And I think that's where you and I both uh, are alike in that way, because again, you're also from the Midwest. And I think that's I don't know about you, but for me, working hard was my ticket out of my area um, because I came from the cornfields. There are literally no opportunities. Um, so the only way to get an opportunity was have education, get a degree, go to college, but also just work hard and actually like have a skill set, build a skill set that could be taken somewhere else that could get me out of my area. So did you find that was your your way to not to say get out of Nebraska, but like to take you to places yeah Yeah, it's funny you brought up the cornfield because my my first job was actually working in a
1: cornfield um and so I had to go just walk up and down the corn row it's called detasseling and you
0: detassling,
1: yeah and my dad owned the company with the they were teachers and he had owned it with like three other teacher friends of his so I could there was no getting out of it you know every day I was in the summer I was getting up for those two weeks at you know 4 a.m. And I remember like going out in the cold, wet cornfield. And then in the morning, you're just freezing and you're soaking wet. But then as the day goes on, then it's just so hot in the Midwest. So it's hot and humid. And then you're getting like sliced by the corn, you know, the definitely that was, I think the, the first and like hardest job I've ever had to do, but I'm so grateful that I had to do it because that made me then, as I've got other jobs, I appreciated like how hard we had to work in detasseling. The, in the so then when I, like when I went to go and then worked at a movie theater, I'm like, I can work doubly hard. <laughs> easy. easy. Like, yeah. Um, so, and I think working, I was, for me, it was too, it was always the work ethic for, um, I think my ticket, what I saw at the time was athletics. So I wanted to work okay. real hard uh so that i could get it was just my dream to play basketball at nebraska so i knew i just had to work hard um all the all through high school junior high and high school you know going to basketball camps playing all the time would always be out i remember being out in the driveway when my hands were you know cold and no i gotta make 10 free throws in a row before i can go inside i have to
0: you know so i I was the same way i was like 20 yeah let me make 20
1: Oof, that's good. I only I with 10 <laughs> Then I do some threes and stuff, but I'd have to go like around the horn and then back around yeah. that kind of thing, those games. Um, so yeah. And I think that's what then, then at Nebraska, when I did, then that workout that got me to walk on at Nebraska. And then that kind of where I was, where my professionally shifted because I thought I was just going to, wanted to work as a copywriter at an ad agency, but then I started working mm-hmm athletic department. And that's when I got into broadcasting. Cause I was working for the sports broadcasting, um, Husker group at the university of Husker vision. So anyway, yeah. But then, and then with there too, th- it was again, work ethic. Like you, th- I mm-hmm. loved it. because It was a, a small, small group and you had to do everything. You know, you had to know how to pull cable. You had to know how to shoot the camera. You knew how to knew how to edit. You had to, you know, and you had to be self-motivated to dive in there and do all those things. So it's, yeah. and then that definitely, that was, that was my ticket then out because like you there other than Husker vision at the time, it was, pretty much like a handful of small agencies and then like local news, but, you know, there weren't the opportunities that, that they were, that there are out here.
0: Yeah, I definitely understand that. And then I think for you and I, both women in the industry is like, we kind of have to know to do everything as kind of more of a job security. Mm. Um, Because I, I feel that, that like, the more I know, the more they can't fire me. You know, they're like, "Oh, Marissa can do this too, so we need her to fill in these shoes that someone else doesn't have." So I just find it—it it makes you more versatile and makes you more indispensable.
1: Yeah, especially nowadays too, when and when companies are all merging and there's all these
0: layoffs. Mm-hmm. Everybody, like, the more you can do, definitely helps your cause yeah and it's also like good for our resume too but um yeah again like building that skill set that no one else has that makes you stand out against other people uh definitely i i definitely understand that um yeah you and i love basketball you no know, what's your favorite team uh north carolina Tar Hills. i'm yeah. a north carolina Tar Heel. yeah love them okay are, are
1: they college or are they they're college yeah college okay yeah Favorite pro I grew up, um, of course, you know, loving the bulls and Michael Jordan. Um, yeah. we didn't have a pro team in Omaha, so, or Nebraska. So we didn't really have our, our own, you know, team. So we pretty much, we watched a lot of Chicago, um, I did like the Lakers growing up actually living out here. I've become more of a Clippers fan. Uh, okay. so, yeah. Um, I, I loved a few years ago when they had, you know, um, CP3 and JJ Reddick and Blake. Yeah. I loved that. Like. Team. So then I, yeah, I really fell in love, uh, with watching them play then. Uh, so we got, my mom's a big Phoenix Suns fan over in Phoenix. So we have to battle when she's, when they're
0: playing, <laughs> Yeah, L.A. Clippers had a serious run back in, like, 2015. I remember that for, like, a good, like, solid three years because, you know, Doc Rivers left Boston Celtics, unfortunately, because I'm a Boston Celtics fan. Um, I mean, Doc Rivers left the Celtics to go over to the Clippers. And then Clippers were good because, like, they had their big three there. And then now, which, ironically, now Blake Griffin is now over, uh, is a Celtics now. So (laughs) it's just kind of crazy how, you know... um, the sport and how ever changing it is with the players um uh, yeah i love i love basketball Wait, what was your position in basketball i was a shooting guard Yes, yeah, nice what were you i was point guard i was small i was fast but i was actually a pretty good shooter too because i i didn't have height so i had to have range you know you, you got to make up for those the things that you lacked so um no, I, I was like one of the only girls that could shoot a three pointer. Um, for being as small and short, I, I was on uh, on the court. I had I had a good mid range. Not gonna lie, um, <laughs> to my own horn for that. But yeah, no, I was I was definitely of a starting point guard. That's awesome. Yeah, and oh. like for the longest time, of course, growing up, I wanted a, like I loved NBA, oh, WNBA. Um, I kind of fell out of it once I like kind of grew past that age. And regular NBA, I, I watched that consistently. But no, there, there was a short time in my life I was like, maybe I could do basketball, but then like I didn't grow past 5'3". I was like, oh well, dreams nope. dashed there. Can't can't do more than that. So that, that was a pipe dream. Um yeah, but I do love basketball. That that's my favorite sport too. So we we have that in common. Yeah, um Yeah. So good. So good. Maybe we should, we should do pickup basketball
1: together. I do that. I haven't played honestly in a pickup game for so like I shoot with my niece and nephew when they come, um, we'll Mm -hmm. play games, but like, as far as like going to a, uh, court outside or something, I haven't done that in so long.
0: Oh yeah, we should. I have like three basketballs literally in my closet and I have one in my trunk. Like I'm not short of basketballs. (laughs) Like, don't worry. We're set. And I have a basketball pump, so we're good. Uh, Yeah. Let me know if you ever want to. I definitely will. We'll have to do and a then, bike and then basketball and then the Adam Sandler marathon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We have our homework cut out for us. I'm ready. I'm ready. Um, and then because this is my show, and I kind of like to feel good about myself every once in a while. Uh, what would you say is your favorite thing about me? Uh, everything.
1: How <laughs> oh. do <laughs> I feel? man? Um. Just- I just love. I love your spirit. I love your energy. I love um your attitude. I love that you're um again that you'll like you'll try things too, and that you're all you're always up for things. Um, and I love like that you're badass with the crab maga. So I love that you have a good like strong like female energy, and when I can mass and you know be aggressive too. But then, but then like you like things like parent trap or you know like that, that balance. <laughs> yeah, hardcore then the soft. Um. Uh, selfishly, I love how hard you work for me on the Tom, helping me like with Tom girl. Yes. And, and I produce
0: your Tom girl podcast show. Yes.
1: Yeah. And so again, you support women too. And you're always like trying to help me or find ways, you know, that I can make that better and be better. Um, you know, um, so I think you have a really like giving nature as well. And like, um, really supportive of your friends and, and, you know, your group, and you're gorgeous. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh,
0: stop it. Well, thank you, JJ. Um, you, you know how much I love you. And, like, because I always admired you. you. You were one of those people out here in L.A. that was, like, always consistent um, in my life. That's, like, yeah, I don't know. Because you've seen me during my days at AfterBuzz. um, And, like, and I still can – you were one of those people when AfterBuzz closed and we all left that, like – you were definitely one of those people that I was like, well, I still want to keep JJ in my life. You know, I kind of, I kind of need her. Um, but like, I, I don't know. There's something about you that like, I always gravitated towards you and you're like, and how nice and generous of a person you are. You you got me cupcakes for my birthday. I was like, Holy crap. What? Oh. <laughs> um, no one asked you to. and like, and I was just even surprised you remembered. Um, so it was like little things like that, that I was like, no, JJ's a good person um, you got to keep her around. So thank you for being on my show. Where can everyone follow your stuff?
1: All right. Well, you can follow. I'm um, personally at JJ.Jurgens on Instagram. I don't do too much on Facebook personally, but, and then Tom Girl, you can follow me everywhere at Tom Girl TV or Facebook, Instagram um, on our YouTube channel. You can subscribe there and watch all the episodes and see all of Marissa's hard work. She's done that all set up and editing Mm -hmm. all those, all those shows.
0: Yeah. Well, again, thank you, JJ. And yeah. Thank you so much for being here.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. This was so much fun.